Listeners, thank you for being here. Welcome to the second episode of Hangout with Jerlyn. I'm very excited today because hanging out with me is a very special person. Drum roll, please. She's none other than my favorite sister in the cool universe. Hello, Line. Yes. Are you there? Hello. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> Say hello to our listeners. Hello, listeners! Are you there? <laughs> Hi! For those who do not know, Line is my younger sister, and she's also my only sister, and she's currently in the Philippines. Kailan na nga ba tayo nung nagkita? Nagkita tayo noong 2019, October! <laughs> wow! <laughs> Parang prepared sa sagot. Oh, tama. <laughs> 2019, nearly two years ago. Um, kasama yes. pa si mami tsaka si daddy noon nagpunta sila dito sa Phuket. So I'm sure yes. a lot of people, not just OFWs, could relate to not seeing their loved ones for a very long time now since the pandemic. Kailan ka na nga ulit naka-uwi sa bahay? Kailan mami? Ano, um, January 2020. January 2020? One year na. Oh, one year na. Sabi ko nga, parang ano, para kang nag-abroad. <laughs> OFW din ako. Oh. So, ayun na nga, um, lalo pa, they are tightening the restrictions now. So, hindi natin alam kung kailan tayo magkikita-kita ulit. But, I'm still thankful na even with the distance and the lockdown and the struggle, there is technology to keep us all together. So, ang mahalaga yung yeah. nag-iingat tayo. Avoid traveling when you can, get vaccinated, and still practice the precautionary measures. So, ayun. Okay. Yeah. Going back to why we are here. The reason why we are really hanging out today is because we want to share our insights about our topic, supporting the children at home. So, I invited my sister to be my first guest because she's not just my sister. She's also a registered social worker. I will let her introduce herself so you know more about her work. Take it away! Okay, hello everyone. Ayun na nga. I'm a registered social worker. Mga seven years na. <laughs> Tagal na diba te? Parang, parang di ako kailan sure na, parang na seven kailan years lang, na. Ano Pero binibilang ko. Kinder ka pa lang eh. Sa perspective True. ko. True. <laughs> sa perspective ng mga ate. <laughs> Ayun. Tapos, Parang ngayon, ako na yung mga inaate, tinatawag ng ate, hindi na ako ano Kasi seven years na pala siya. Ayun, wala ka namang, ano eh, wala kang choice kung di mag-adjust na ikaw na yung ate. Weird naman kung <laughs> iaate mo sila, di ba? Tapos bata sa'yo. Ako sinasabi ko, wag mo akong galangin. Huwag <laughs> <laughs> mo akong pinupoko. <laughs> Bastusin mo ako. Bastusin mo ako. <laughs> kasi pag ate ng ate, Ate, meron pang madam, ganyan. Parang, hello, bastusin mo ako, huwag mo akong galangin. <laughs> Weird, di ba? Oh. Weird. Yeah. So, ano anyway, na? Anyway, yun na nga. <laughs> Currently, ngayon, nag-work ako as 
uh, nag-work ako sa isang non-government organization. Ang tawag sa organization namin ay A Child's Trust is Ours to Nurture or Action Incorporated. Ako yung currently head of operations para dito sa mga uh, projects na ini-implement sa Region 3. Meron kasi kaming dalawang office, isa dito, tsaka isa sa National Capital Region. So, kaya ako nandito sa Olongapo City. Uh-huh. So, we will put the link sa kanilang yeah. um, kanilang website so that you will know more about her advocacy. Ayon. Yeah. Yeah. So, thank you, sis. Um, as for me, I'm a teacher who is in the education field for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> yung gap, nakikita niya, nalilinig nila yung gap. <laughs> Ayun. So, for 20 years, um, sabi nga nila, time flies when you love what you do. So, my major is in school guidance and counseling and character education. I also have some background in social work, um, I have taught in the Philippines, Malaysia, and Thailand in government, private, international, and IB schools. Besides teaching, I was also involved in curriculum planning, teacher training, school management, and disciplinary case management. So currently, I also work in a non-profit organization here in Phuket, Thank providing you. free education to more than 700 students, but about 270 of them are children from disadvantaged families. Some are orphans and children at risk. We are also providing after-school activities for these students to support their psycho-emotional and social development. So with that, today, we will share with you some of the ways you can help support the children you have at home. It doesn't matter if they are your children or not. Any adult around any child has a responsibility and can do something to support them. Line will be sharing her social work insights, and then I will be sharing my insight as a teacher. So, sister, what is the first thing you'd like to share? Okay, so bago natin simulan yung mga uh, gusto nating ibigay na insights, yung pinag-uusapan kasi natin dito is children, di ba? And dito sa Philippines, kapag sinabi natin children, um, sila yung mga may edad na mas mababa sa 18 years old. Tama? Mm-hmm. Sila yes. yung mga, um, iba-iba sila ng, ng dynamics kasi kahit na sabihin natin lahat sila bata may kanya-kanyang development per milestone ng edad nila. So, we'll try as much as possible na magbigay ng mga insights na bagay dun sa edad ng mga batang tinutukoy natin dito. So, yon. Mm. Okay. Okay ba? Agree ba tayo dun? Agree tayo dun. Agree. Understood. <laughs> Understood. Okay. <laughs> Sige. So, para sa akin... Dahil nandito na, na nasa ano na tayo eh parang ikalawang taon ng pandemic. And um hindi natin talaga sure kung hanggang kailan siya. Isa sa una kong masasabi siguro na pinaka-importanteng role ng mga adults sa buhay ng mga bata is mag-provide ng emotional support, no? Providing warmth, yung init, yung pag-aalaga. Kasi um, palagay ko kung ang mga adults nahirapan silang mag-adjust during the pandemic, mas lalo yung mga bata. Tama. Uh, 
have you experienced it? Kasi syempre, ikaw, nagtuturo ka sa mga bata, di ba? Sila talaga yung personally nakikita mo. Ako kasi dito sa organization namin, although we are working with children, meron pa rin silang kanya-kanyang pamilya. Ang naririnig kong side lagi is yung mga parents nila na nahirapan silang support yung mga anak nila kasi hindi nila alam. So, one way na sinasabi namin is to provide emotional support. Yung pataasin natin yung tolerance natin sa kulit ng mga bata. Kasi, wala naman tayong magagawa. Talagang, children, bahagi ng development nila yung pagiging makulit. Doon sila natututo. So, as adults, tayo talaga yung mag adjust ng malaki, magsasacrifice ng malaki para masuportahan yung mga bata. No? Isang example siguro na mabibigay ko is kahit magkakasama lang kayo sa loob ng bahay, mm-hmm. ask about their day. Halimbawa, mm-hmm. um, dinner time. Usually sa pamilyang Pilipino, yun kasi yung yun yung oras kung saan magkakasamang kumakain para sa mga normal, di ba? I mean, <laughs> sa common, hindi normal. Yes. Yung sa common na pamilya, di ba, tuwing dinner time, yun yung magkakasabay. So, instead na nagagalit lang yung adults about task na hindi nagawa ng mga bata, kumustahin din nila, ask about the day of their children, kumusta yung online class, mga ganon, hmm. di ba? Masaya din, sila din busy ngayon sa, sa mga, mga online bata. classes. Oo. O kaya, yung mga kahit naglaro man lang yan ng maghapon, mm-hmm. yung part of part of their uh, ano to, initiative na makapag-contribute or makapag-guide sa mga anak nila, itanongin nila ano yung mga nalaro, ano yung um, kumusta yung ranking, gano'n, mm-hmm. sa mga games, diba? Mm-hmm. And normally, yung mga adults kapag uh, may mga batang naglalaro, ganyan, masama na yun agad sa kanila, uh, sa atin as adults. Kasi feeling natin walang ibang ginagawa yung mga bata. Pero baka kasi yung mga bagay na yun, those are things kung naginagawa ng mga bata to cope with the stress din na nararamdaman nila, di ba? So, kumustahin yung mga bata, yung mga smaller children at saka yung mga teens natin, especially sila yung mga lumalayo na kasi sa pagkakasit. Magsusuot na lang ng ano yan, eh, ng mga earphones. Tapos, yeah, ano na, nasa ibang dimension na sila. Yun ang oh, escape oh, tas, or coping mechanism nila. Ang gusto na nilang mga kasa- kausap nila is mga kaedad din nila. Ayaw mm-hmm. na talaga nila sa kapatid or ayaw na nila sa parents. Hmm. Dapat so, maintindihan din yun ng mga, ng mga adults, diba? Na Mm-mm. pinagdaanan din natin yung ganong time na meron tayong different circle of trusts. Diba? Oo. So, family, mm-hmm. friends, ganyan. And we have the choice kung kanina tayo mag-open up. So, sa mga teenagers, I agree with that na kailangan we have to respect. Hindi natin sila kailangan pilitin na, huwi magkwento ka, diba? Mm-hmm. But it's worth a try kasi we'll never know kung mag-open up nga sila. And the most important thing is that they know that somebody cares, diba? And they are still seen. Oo. Kanina tinanong mo ko kung ano ba yun sa amin, yung sa mga bata. I, I feel like it's Uh-oh. the same thing kasi we have like from 6 to 18 years old. Um, mm. And it's not just um, sa residential students but um, technically sa buong school or in my experience, yung mga bata, especially the little ones, hindi naman nila alam kung paano nila express yung grief nila or yung emotions nila kasi 
lalo na kung hindi pa sila naturuan ng skill kung paano i-communicate yon. So, kailangan yung parents or adults around them should be the one to initiate. We, sh- we should not expect them to come to us to tell us kung may problema ba kasi usually hindi naman nila alam kung ano ba yung problema pero nararamdaman nila yon but the thing is they mm-hmm. don't know how to express their feelings kaya maganda na chine-check din sila sabi nga dun sa isang um, United Nations report na nabasa ko recently is that children are actually the silent victims of the pandemic because they you know, they usually don't have the voice to say Um, the state of their mental health. Kasi hindi naman sila aware. Totoo. This is mga smaller children, iiyak lang sila. Tapos, di ba, hmm. parang as adults, magtataka bakit sila umiiyak. Tapos ang tendency, lagi mo lang sasabihin, is, ba't ka ba umiiyak? Ano bang, ano mo? Tumigil ka dyan. <laughs> Pero, it's worth, <laughs> Tama. The, yung worth na itry mo, to inquire, na himayin ba? sa bata, yes. oo, mm-hmm. himayin mo yung feelings niya, bakit ba siya umiiyak? Diba? Mm. Ayun. Maganda yon na tingin kong isa sa mga support na pwede nating ibigay sa mga smaller children, even dun sa mga teens natin, na medyo aloof na sa atin na mga kasama nila sa bahay. Yeah, we have to bridge the gap. Ikaw naman. Sa akin naman kasi, di ba, yung mga bata ngayon, um, lagi silang nagsistay sa bahay kasi wala namang choice, di ba? Mandated and they're all mostly in online learning. So, maraming mga parents na nafrustrate on how to teach their children. Usually, we teach by how we were taught by our parents. Um, kung ano yung naging effective para sa atin. Kaya yun yung means na pagtuturo natin sa mga anak natin or sa mga bata sa bahay. But that is not always the case. It's important to know your child's interests and style of learning and use it to guide them. So if they are musical, use music. Kung visual sila, use drawings, art, ganyan, mga shapes. And if they are kinesthetic, yung tipong malakas yung energy nila, mataas yung energy, use their body, like body movements, um, have games, uh, para mas maging interested sila in learning. So, we also have to understand that learning takes time. Sabi nga, di ba, kailangan talaga ng pasensya. Kahit sa ating mga adults, um, it takes time para mag-form ng habit. And then yung habit na yun is maging part ng character natin. Parehas yun sa mga bata. Some of the things that anybody could try in guiding the kids, especially sa online learning or kahit sa anong tasks sa bahay, is modeling and guiding. Modeling is showing how to do things by example. So, ang task dito ng bata is actually mag-observe lang. Walang requirement for them. Give as many examples and then demonstrate Encourage them to think by asking questions. What should be done next? After giving them the examples, um, ask them, bakit kailangan gawin to? O tapos, anong susunod natin gagawin? At para saan? So, slowly let them do it while you monitor their work. Um, modeling is very, very important kasi wala pang idea yung bata kung paano gawin. And kung meron man, at least they, they have an exemplar. So, ah, ganito pala, they will have an idea. You kickstart yung brain nila into thinking about the task at hand. Tapos, after modeling, 
then guidance will follow. Giving guidance. And what do we mean by giving guidance? Giving guidance is not giving the answer. Kahit sa online learning namin, maraming parents na very supportive. But then again, kapag kami yung nagtatanong, sila yung sumasagot. So it's not really helping the child. Uh, we appreciate the, the enthusiasm, pero it's very tempting para matapos na lang lahat agad-agad. But if you do this, the children will never learn how to do it by themselves. And the consequences, they will keep on relying on on you as a parent or any adult for the same or all problems. So, yung idea na, di ba, parang counterproductive nga siya na, na kaya mo sinasagutan yung worksheet ng bata or yung assignment ng bata is para mapadali na lang lahat. But not realizing in the long run, hindi natututo yung bata. So, lagi siya magre-rely sa'yo. Ikaw at ikaw pa rin ang gagawa habang buhay or habang nag-aaral yung bata, di ba? As, as soon as you let go of the child, so modeling first, show the child what she or he has to do, tapos guided learning, so parang monitor mo lang, and then while guiding them, if you cannot give the answers, what should we do? Use prompting. Give them clues in form of question. So pag nakita mo na yung sagot ng bata is mali, Diba? Huwag mong burahin, sabihin mo sa kanya na, ay, mali ka naman eh, ito yung tama. Just ask the child, are you sure? Did you check? Did you double check? Did you triple check your answer? And then you're also teaching the child na, na hindi lang basta-basta magsulat na answer and then ipasa. But to have the habit of checking his or her work. And then ask them to study the examples that you did earlier and check if they follow the same process. And then, make them think and figure it out themselves. So, you can give clues. Um, minsan, if it's in English, di ba, pwede mo sabihin na, na, oh, yung answer has three vowels if they are learning about phonics or reading or simple words. Kasi sa amin, we're teaching ESL. So, um, sasabihin namin, oh, pag kailangan talaga ng prompting ng bata, meron siyang, meron siyang dalawang letter A. Ganon. So, at least nag-iisip yung bata, tinihanapin niya kasi A lang talaga yung alam niya out of 26 letters, di ba? So, but <laughs> so, you're helping. Hindi ko ano yan, pwede siyang maging fun kasi yes yes enjoy or like a game, di ba? Exactly. So, I mean, and also, you're spending time with the child and the child can actually feel that you are there to, to support. And then, it's very important to really, really make them think and figure it out themselves. Again, it will take time, but once your child gets it, they can be more independent. Modeling and guidance apply in everything, even in teaching household chores or any life skill. So if you want them to start, you know, um, doing their own laundry or, or cooking, you can also use the same thing. The goal is for them to be independent. If they learn a new skill, It means you gain more time for yourself or more time to attend to other important things. So, it's really a win-win situation. That is my first tip. Modeling and guiding. Maganda yun kasi ano siya eh, parang uh, in other words, no? Yung don't solve hmm. all the problems for them, di ba? Correct. Teach them how to solve their own problems. Parang yung kasabihan din about fish, ano ba yun? Teach a man how to fish. Diba? Tama oh, ba? Oo, oh, yun. <laughs> Oo, oh, yata. 
Basta gets na ng listeners yun. Di ba gets nyo oh, na po yun? If you give... Yes. Parang ganun, if you give... Uh, a fish? Saturuan yung mga isda. Ayun. Basta gets na nila. Don't give them fish, ganun. <laughs> Don't give them fish. Teach them how to fish. Parang ganun. <laughs> Okay, so yung sa akin naman, siguro sa pangalawa, yung kung kanina, no, nag-provide tayo ng warmth, ng emotional support, ito, medyo connected siya dun sa sinabi mo, yung sa household chores, di ba, paano nila tuturuan by modeling and guiding. Mm-hmm. Ikalawa is yung providing structure, or yung kung paano ka ba magsiset ng rules sa inyo sa bahay, especially kapag pandemic or may mga restrictions tayo, bigla-biglang may ibang... Um, quarantine status, di ba? Mm. Bigla na namang bawal lumabas yung mga bata. Paano ba kayo nag-set ng rules sa bahay? So, siguro ang isa sa... Ang second pala na mabibigay ko na insight is yung kung paano ba tayo mag-set ng rules sa bahay natin. Kahit... Basta ikaw yung adult, kahit ikaw pa yung parent or ikaw yung guardian nila. Kailangan kasi dito, dito sa ano ah, dito sa atin is meron tayong napag-agrihan na rules with the children. Ka- kahit pa batang-bata ito or kahit teen. Kasi tayo, no, nung tayo pa yung mga bata, kapag ka may mga adults na nagsabi sa atin ng rules, parang hindi natin yun masyadong talagang nasusunod kasi iniisip mm-hmm. natin kontrabida yung mga adults sa buhay natin. Diba? Or sinusunod mo, di ba? Pero napipilitan ka. And Ito you do not understand why you have to follow it. Parang, yun na lang, oh, binigay na lang siya sa'yo. Parang wala kang choice. Oo. Oh, 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 oh. Ano mga gumagawa ninyo, yung mga authoritative or something? Hmm. Yung mga ganon. Diba yung, yung nagbibigay ka ng rules, pero hindi mo in-explain kung para saan yun. So, dito sa ikalawang insight is, kapag nagbigay ka ng rules, kailangan nag-agree kayo pareho as adult and siya as bata. No, mahalaga kasi yung agreement na yon mm-hmm. Kasi doon ka din, <clears throat> excuse me, doon ka rin, mag, parang doon ka rin kukuha ng mga pwede mong maging consequences kung hindi niya sinunod yung mga chores na dapat siya yung gumawa kasi nga may rules kayo. So, isa ito sa mga, sa mga child advocate. Ito yung mga ginagawang, um, paraan ina-advocate ito para hindi nasasaktan physically yung mga bata. Mm. No? Kasi once na alam nila na may rules kayo na kapag hindi nila sinunod, may possible na consequences, ganito, ganyan, syempre, they will make sure na gagawin nila yung mga naka-assign na tasks sa kanila. And ikaw, as adult, hindi ka magre-resulta sa pananakit ng bata. Mm. Kasi nga, alam mo rin na may napag-agrihan kayo. No? You honor what you agreed upon. Yeah. So, maganda to na hindi lang siya sa, sa, um, sa education pinapractice din namin yung sa school. Mm-hmm. Um, ang ta- tawag namin sa kanya is essential agreements. Kasi di ba usually, like tra- traditionally, merong mga... Um, ako, lumaki ako dun sa school na... Um, or sa system na yun lang, may rules ka agad, tapos parang kailangan mo lang sumunod, sunod, sunod, sunod. You, you're never like, you're not allowed to even ask why. 
parang yun na yan, Mm-mm. gawin mo. So, um, yung essential agreements na ginagawa namin sa classroom is that, yun, you involve the children in setting the rules Mm-mm. sa classroom. And then, by asking them a question, oh, so, um, what do you want to achieve this year? So, magsaset sila ng goals nila. And then, how can we help you achieve this? Ano ba yung kailangan nating guidelines? Ayun nga, agreements mm-hmm. na ano ba yung kailangan meron tayong kasunduan dito sa classroom natin or sa labas ng classroom natin na makakatulong para ma-achieve nyo yung goals nyo. Mm-hmm. By doing that, they have an understanding na din. Diba? Na, oh, ito palang guidelines na to, itong agreement na to is para sa amin. And then we are involved in doing mm-hmm. so, this. Yan. Oo. Nabibuild yung sense of responsibility din sa kanila kapag ka ganun. Yung nag-check nila, ah, nasunod ko ba yung guideline for me for this day, yung ganun. Exactly. Tapos Pag yung... Pag nila nagawa... Oh, yung consequences, kasama din sila sa pagde-decide. Of mm-hmm. course, we try to avoid yung mga physical punishment. Meron mga bata na um, na magsasabi na, Teacher, paluin mo kami. Malang ganun. <laughs> <laughs> and then you will you will you will really like kind of like think na you know yung mga iba-iba kasi sila ng family background eh di ba and then we tell them na yung mga consequences eh should not be really like violence inciting violence or or anything else so usually consequences is like we take away some of their free time and then because they're involved in setting those things they understand and then they usually follow. Isang mahalagang bagay for us adults na alalahanin when when setting consequences na ganito is kapag ka may consequences, kailangan ang tinitake away natin o yung, uh, yung binabawas natin sa mga bata is just the privilege, hindi yung rights. Correct. Uh, parang halimbawa, meron siyang hindi nagawa dun sa mga task niya Um, hindi mo pwedeng gawing consequence yung wag kang kakain. Kasi yung pagkain is a right, di ba? Nakakaraptan siya ng isang bata for nourishment. So, let's see ano lang yung mga bagay na pwede mong bawasan. Halimbawa, TV time, play time, na hindi na masasacrifice yung rights nila o hindi sila masasaktan. Mm-hmm. Tingin ko isa yun sa mahalagang alalahanin when setting consequences yung mga gano'n. And then you sinabi mo rin kanina na honoring as an adult. Uh-oh. You know, honoring Uh-oh. what you have agreed on. It teaches them trust Mm-mm. as well. And then consistency Mm-mm. is very important. So kapag may agreement na, di ba, you, you cannot bend the agreement unless otherwise, you know, it's a community or like community. What I mean by that is like you and the students and whoever is involved in building that mm-hmm. essential agreements is parang nag-agree kayo na we can, you know, let this go for a while kasi it's reasonable, parang ganyan. Mm-mm. That's for, for teens siguro kasi yung mga teens natin, yung mga young adults natin sa bahay, mga ayaw na nitong gumawa ng mga gawaing bahay eh, ba? Diba? So, let <laughs> them know na isa sa mga task ng isang adult sa pagiging independent kung gusto talaga nilang maging independent is yung True. gumawa sila ng responsibility sa bahay. Isa rin sa mga kailangan nating tingnan is yung paggawa ng chores sa bahay, wag natin tong gawin as punishment. Mm-hmm. Kasi, pagtanda nila, um, ayaw na nilang gawin tong mga bagay na to. True. Kasi iniisip nila parang natanim sa 
system nila na ito ay isang punishment so bakit ko siya kailangan gawin mm-hmm. di ba so don't use household chores as punishment kasi aayawan yan like me ngayon parang na experience ko siya ngayon charot <laughs> <laughs> may hugot <laughs> tapos di ba yung <laughs> hindi naman <laughs> hindi naman din ako inutusan kasi ng bonggang bongga di ba pero feeling ko for younger kids yung mga maliliit talaga piliin lang din natin yung mga chores na kaya nila depende sa physical body nila di ba mm. o tulungan ka lang maglagay ng plato sa lababo or magtupi-tupi ng mga damit mga ganon mm. wag naman yung sobrang bigat for their age for their ano capacity siguro mm. yon yung mga kailangan nating gawin and ang importante ang point nitong second natin ah, parang ikalawa kong insight is kailangan nag-agree kayo pareho Yes, para hindi na rin surprise sa mga bata, di ba? And they are fully aware. In line with what you said earlier that children need structure, um, I support that. Uh, I do believe that children need structure kasi in a world of chaos, children need structure to make them feel secured and that there is still um, something in their life that they can control. So, very, very important talaga yung mag-establish ng routine para magkaroon ng sense of normalcy pa din sa, sa daily or weekly um, um, life ng mga bata. So, what I can suggest is um, to set a weekly schedule. And then in this schedule, they have their study time. So, kung kailan sila mag, mag-online um, learning. And then they have their work time. And what I mean by that is that when do they have to do the chores? Um, yung mga responsibilities na shared sa kanila at home. And then when they will have their play time. So, this play time is their their loan time. So, lahat ng bata, they, they still need time na walang structure. No, yung walang walang rules in a way. Um, what what do I mean? Na walang rules in a way. They are allowed to be so space to breathe, and um, also you have to set time for like yung sinabi nga ni line earlier. Uh, mahalaga yung communication. So if you if you have um, family time, include that in the routine and also including sa schedule mo as an adult. So, save the family time. Kanya-kanya kayo ng schedule, but at the same time, you work on it together so that you know kung asan yung tao or ano yung ginagawa nila at a certain time. So, it's also, in a way, paraan siya para ma-strengthen yung relationship or dynamics ng mga tao sa bahay. For the kids, what I can suggest is um, most of them are very visual. So, kung pwede nyong isulat sa malaking Manila paper yung schedule nila at ilagay sa room or somewhere where they can see it and they can refer to it, then that would be great. Kasi they are, they are reminded of, you know, like when they can allot certain time of the day for a certain task. Importante sa kanila yung establishing routine or structure. What else or, do you have? Maidagdag ko din doon yung ano, maidagdag ko din yung ano, kung nakaangat-angat sa buhay, kung nakaluwag-log sa buhay na yung mga mga bata may seriling cellphone, di ba? Hmm. Pwede na rin silang turuan gumamit ng scheduler 
Ah, mga yes. Google Calendar, mga ganon. Essential life skill, it's the future. Oo, ba Kung nakaangat-angat naman po kayo sa buhay at may mga cellphone yung mga bata, baka naman pwedeng turuan silang gumamit nun. Uh-huh. And also, for me, yeah. as, an, as, as an adult, diba? I mean, sinasuggest natin na turuan silang gumamit ng Google Meet, turuan silang gumamit ng mga apps, but then, meron din tayong learning curve eh, as adults. Kasi, diba, kung hindi natin alam gamitin yung mga bagay na yon, paano natin maituturo sa mga bata? So, I feel like this is also the time to to upgrade our skills, parang personal development then to explore kung ano ba yung mga bagay-bagay na in sa kanila ngayon, ano bang mga app yung ginagamit nila, ano bang mm. ano ba yung um, useful apps for um, learning certain things or doing certain things that can help everybody at mm. home. Tsaka, feeling ko ano ah, as adult, kailangan siya kahit nasabihin natin may dapat bigyan natin ng privacy yung mga bata. Dapat once in a while sinecheck din natin yung mga apps na naka-install or ginagamit nila kasi since nag nag as a social worker no, since lahat ng bata ngayon, I mean most of the children gumagamit na ng internet. Yung hmm. mga mga tao din sa paligid na gumagawa ng masama is nag-upgrade din sila online, di ba? Correct, correct. Y- yung kung dati, nag-fish sila ng mga bata sa labas. Mm-hmm. Yan, nang-aabuso sa labas. Ngayon, online din. So, as adults, i-check din natin yun. Kaya kailangan talaga natin mag-upgrade din ng learning dito sa mga tools online na ginagamit ng mga bata. Yeah. Check and also um, teach the children. Ano ba yung mga signs na when they have to tell anybody Mm-mm. at home an adult so kung merong silang naka-chat na hindi naman nila kilala so it's the same don't Mm-mm. talk to strangers diba so dapat uh, alam din ng mga bata yung mga mga red flags na kapag merong mga intruder sa sa apps na ginagamit nila they have to inform the adult so that the adult can also help uh-huh. them yan. Maibalik ko din. Tsaka baka kasi isipin ng mga kids na nag-i-intrude tayo dun sa personal space nila. Pero kung i-apply natin yung setting rules or yung agreements, mm-hmm. pwede natin isama to. Yes. Yung ganito na mag-check tayo once in a while or i-inform, dapat i-inform ang adult dun sa mga ini-install na apps. Mga ganyan. Mm-hmm. Tapos, ayun, maganda yung practice. Okay, so next naman for me is last ko na sigurong ano to, last ko na na insight is ngayong panahon na lahat tayo ay nihirapan. Um, wag natin kalimutan na yung mga bata, yung mga teens, especially young adult na sila, is may say din sila dun sa mga family matters. Um, encourage the participation of children, lalo na dun sa mga bagay na meron din epekto sa kanila. Halimbawa, mm-hmm. sa finances, sa budgeting ng sa bahay, di ba? Tama, tama. Um, let them, di ba, let them know the truth about what we feel as adult. Kasi may mga bagay na dapat pang adult lang. Mm-hmm. Pero meron din na dapat nakikita ng mga bata yung realidad ng nangyayari. Kasi, um, hindi naman natin 100% masishield yung mga bata dun sa pain True. and yung mga truths. 
Mm. Diba? And they have their Mag- own way of finding sila. out. Nararamdaman nila kung ano oh, ba talaga oh, yung situation. So, rather than leaving them na walang ka-idea-idea and just trying to think by themselves kung bakit ba nagkakaganito. At least, diba? There mm-hmm. is like an affirmation from a family member kung ano ba talaga yung sitwasyon. And they can help also. Um, oh, oh. And it relieves certain stress. Kasi mas maganda yung nalalaman mo kung ano ba yung nangyari kesa dun sa nagda-doubt ka. Kung nanguhula ka, nanguhula diba? ka. Yes. And we often underestimate mm-hmm. the, the ability of the children to understand things. Ayun. Mm-hmm. Tapos minsan yung mga, yung mga solution sa problem ng adult, minsan, parang mas madali silang nasusolusyonan ng mga bata. Mm. Diba? So, maganda rin sa adults na makinig dun sa insights ng mga bata. Kasi True. baka mamaya yung solution, eh, meron palang maiko-contribute yung mga bata. Pero syempre, we recognize na hindi lahat ng family openly nagbabahagi ng problems with each other, di ba? Mm-hmm. Pero if ever na, if you're listening, tapos yung family ninyo is close, o yung mga bata sa bahay nyo is very vocal or very open naman kapag nag-uusap kayo, maganda sigurong isama dun sa family day or sa dinner, yung mga family conversations lang tungkol sa nangyayari sa paligid natin. Mm-hmm. And tandaan natin no, na they have the right to know what's happening Mm-hmm. at kailangan nating sabihin yung totoo sa kanila. So, yun nga, yung sin- kaninang sinasabi ko kung kulang na yung budget, baka may kailangan nating mag-participate yung mga bata sa pagtitipid, yung mga ganyan. Kailangan nilang maintindihan na hindi mo na mabibili yung mga ganitong bagay kasi ilalaan siya sa mas importante, di ba? Mm-hmm. So, hayaan din natin sila makapag-share nung mga feelings nila tungkol sa bagay na yun mga fears nila kasi baka mamaya natatakot din sila hindi lang hindi lang nila masabi so babalik tayo dun sa number one di ba yung mm-hmm. yung pagbibigay ng emotional support and just let children participate dun sa mga pinag-uusapan nyo kasi isa rin yun sa mga rights nila yung right to participation maganda na i-exercise natin yun bigyan natin silang ng chance na i-exercise yun kahit na may pandemic or medyo magulong world ngayon, mm-hmm. bigyan natin sila ng time to um, say their thoughts, ganyan, sa mga family matters. Yun, yun. Yun, siguro. Yun. Very nice insight. And I agree, I agree with that. Um, sa tingin ko din, you know, the importance of listening to a child madalas nakakalimutan natin kasi parang naisip natin mga bata pa sila, wala silang point of view. Um, hindi lang essential yung nakikita sila eh, pero they're also listened to. And one thing siguro na minsan um, very stingy din tayo mga adults to give is to give feedback and affirmation sa kanila. Dahil lagi silang nandyan, the thing is dahil lagi silang nandyan, minsan parang wala na sila dyan. Gets mo yun? Yung kapag nasanay ka na nanandyan yung mga bata, parang Uh-oh. nagiging invisible na rin sila in the process. Tulad nga ng sinabi mo earlier, mahalaga na tinatanong sila kung kumusta na ba sila. And then you will realize, slowly realize, that children see, children do. So if you are showing concern dito sa mga bata, you will see that sila din, they will ask you, how's your day? And nagiging part sila ng family 
no, nagiging part sila ng ng environment nila and not really totally invisible pero um yun nga, as as a member of the family they need to be seen so giving feedback and affirmation about their homework or finished task could make them feel that they are seen and that they still matter How do we give feedback? Yun ang tanong, di ba? Feeling ko, it's important that we should be very, very generous in giving them positive feedback, but also very, very authentic with the compliments. So, what do I mean by that? So, pag sinabi natin, wow, ang galing naman yan, very good, di ba? Great job, well done. So, make sure na hindi din natin sila ino-overpraise because they will doubt their true abilities once there is someone better than them. So I'm not just talking about during this pandemic, but in in general, and also as we go along, especially dun sa families na maraming bata sa bahay, never ever compare. Kasi parang ribis ko nga, di ba? <laughs> lahat sila special, lahat sila iba-ibang flavor. So if you cannot help comparing, compare them to themselves. So what do I mean by that? involve the child in doing certain kind of like reflection. So, oh, first quarter, yung grades mo ganito. Second quarter, yung grades mo ganito. What do you think? Na ano ba yung mga bagay na nagawa mong better this time around kaya tumaas yung grades mo? Ano ba yung mga bagay na nagawa mo na na-affect yung grades mo din? So, ibig sabihin, nagkakaroon ng idea yung bata. Yung more of like self-awareness. And when they learn to be more self-aware, they also learn empathy because they would understand what others are going through. Imbes na i-compare sila sa kapatid, ganyan, na matalino, di ba? Or na mas matalino, na ganito, ganyan, ganyan. Let's try to avoid that and try to focus on their strengths. And then kung ano man yung hindi natin mapipigilan ma- ma- yung mag-criticize, I-, I hope that we will all be very, very careful and objective with our criticisms. no? So, kung may homework yung bata na hindi na ipasa or mali, ganyan, uh, results ng test or cards, whatever, um, give feedback about the work and not on the child. So, avoid natin yung sabihin na, ang bobo-bobo mo talaga. May mga gano'n na, Uh, ilang ulit ko nang tinuro yan, hindi mo pa rin magets ano ba, ang tanga-tanga, yung mga ganon. Um, these words are the words na, especially kapag mga bata yung nakakarinig, na-absorb nila yan at nadadala nila sa, ano ba to? Sa adult life nila. So, comments like that could scar a child for life. And imagine you made that comment dahil lang sa assignment or sa result sa exam. And it, is it really worth it? So, thinking that they will never ever be good enough. And then, also, dahil sa mga ganong comments, nagkakaroon na instead ng confidence, nagkakaroon ng insecurity. They might even fear facing the future problems or matakot sila sa exam. They, they will fear learning new things because they think that, you know, they will always be a failure. So, instead of saying those things, point out, What was wrong in the homework or task or situation? So, ano ba yung mali? O, uh, bakit ka ba nagkamali dito? Ano ba yung na-miss nating steps? Ano ba yung hindi clear? Paano ba kita masusuportahan? So, ask questions also. 
listen to the child. Kasi minsan may mga reasons din sila why they made that mistake. And always remember that mistakes are normal. Kahit tayong mga adults, nagkakamali tayo. And, True. Diba? And if we can make mistakes as adults, bakit most of the time, we are very strict kapag yung mga bata yung nagkakamali. So, let's all make the, you know, making mistakes as a learning moment. Kasi nagawa na eh, tapos na. Hindi mo na mahibabalik yung time na yun. But, what can you learn from it? And what can be done better? Instead of pointing out what cannot be changed, just be very, very supportive in areas that they don't understand specifically. Yung sinabi mo kanina na children see, children do. Ang ganda niya, kasi nga, kasi bahagi sila ng pamilya eh. Kapag ka nakikita nila at ini-involve mo sila dun sa mga bagay na dapat naman talagang involved sila kasi family matter siya. Gagawa din sila ng paraan na matulungan yung family sa mga bagay na yon. So, kung kung ano yung nakita nila sa atin, kung paano tayo nag-strive na, as adults ha, paano tayo nag-strive na uh, mamuhay sa panahon ng pandemya, ganun din yung gagawin nila. Kasi nakita nila na nag effort tayo, tapos ini-involve natin sila dun sa proseso. So, it's really a beautiful thing for me. Children see, children do. Papost ko yan. <laughs> By Geraldine Balaan. No, it's actually a borrowed idea somewhere, but um, technically, it's, um, di ba, mga educational theories. So, yun. Ang ganda, parang ang, sobrang ganda ng usapan natin tungkol dito sa paano ba talaga matutulungan ng adult, yung mga ba, dating sa, sa bahay, sa, pag, sa pag-aaral nila, or kahit mm-hmm. even not studying dun sa mga bagay, sa mga behavior, mm-hmm. sa mga gusto lang nating ituro sa kanila, di ba? Maganda tong mga ganitong sinabi natin. Mga usapin. Ayan. I have um, like two additional insights. Okay, um, go. <laughs> now, I think that it's also very important for us to teach the children how to set priorities. Di ba? Kasi minsan, yun yung nakaka-overwhelm eh. Lalo na kung madami kang modules, di ba? Tapos, very stressful pa kunyari yung environment sa bahay kasi they're experiencing certain problems. So, sobrang dami. And then may other tasks pa. And even the kids, they will very they will find it very, very hard to to cope. Kasi hindi mo alam kung ano unahin mo. So, sa akin as an adult, It's very important then na magkaroon ng ng um, skills on how to set priorities. So what I can suggest is that uh, again, modeling and guiding. Kapag yung bata maraming homework, lay down all the homework and tasks for the week, then discuss and then set according to priorities. I'm not sure if you've heard of the yung ano matrix, the important and urgent matrix. So, according to this important wow. and urgent matrix, all the tasks na lahat ng mga dapat nating gawin, merong ano yan, may rating yan. It's either it's important or urgent na kailangan talagang gawin. It can be both or one or the other. So, for example, if something is very urgent and very important, na kailangan na deadline and then napaka-importante, then those are the things that you need to put on your top list 
of things to do, do it. Then the second one is that if it's important, but really not very urgent, what you can do is to delegate, either delegate the task to other people or delegate a time to discuss it later. So, kunyari kung merong project, for example, yung bata, importante siya, pero hindi naman siya urgent, hindi, hindi kailangan na ngayon na ngayon na ngayon na. Then, mag-set kayo ng time kung kailan niya ba pwedeng pag-usapan to para mag-brainstorm for it or just to monitor the child para gawin niya yung project niya. The other one is if it's very urgent, kailangan nang matapos pero hindi naman siya importante, then schedule it at a certain time na hindi very stressful sa bata. So like I said, going back dun sa setting and establishing routine, kapag naset na yung timetable ng bata per week, saan ba siya pwedeng, saan ba siya pwedeng ilagay? And then, the last one is the not important and not urgent. So, kung hindi naman talaga importante and urgent, then they have to either eliminate it, pero kung gusto ng bata pang gawin, kunyari meron silang online play date, ganyan. Hindi siya importante, hindi naman siya urgent. Pero maybe it can be set or move into during yung free time ng bata. Yun lang. Yung important and urgent matrix, for me, even as an adult, it helps me. And, papano naman kung... Di ba? Papano naman kung lahat urgent and lahat important? Yan ang mas matinding question. Lahat important, lahat urgent. Anong gagawin natin? What to do and another skill to learn and teach the children also is negotiate. So, di ba... Minsan, masyadong maraming projects, maraming homework. And I know, alam ko to as a teacher because I know some teachers who are giving a lot of homework after homework and then they don't realize na yung ibang teachers are giving the same thing and requiring for it to be passed on the same day or the same week. So, minsan kapag very weak yung communication ng, ng school or ng teacher sa isa't isa, um, which is not their fault sometimes. It's just like, you know, stressed din sila and they're, they're just like focusing on what can be done. So, it's done with, with love and good intention. Pero yun na nga lang, pare-pareha sila ng due date. Diba? So, what, what can you do? I feel like in this, this time, if it's really very reasonable, it's okay to negotiate. What most students do not know is that teachers are their friends. <laughs> diba? Minsan nakakalimutan lang kasi natatakot sila sa teacher. Tell them, teacher, masyado na maraming ano, homework. Kailangan ko ng extra time to extend yung deadline, ganyan. Communication is the key. And also, maybe if the child is very young, do not, like, let the child do it if the child cannot. So, you can do it, but then tell the child that, you know, you are going to talk to teacher whoever teacher that is, kung pwedeng extend yung homework. But don't do it because as a parent, you realize that your child needs time. The child has to decide on it. Pero ano ka lang, parang uh, padrino. You know? And kasi wala pang, kumaga, again, this is like modeling. Minomodel mo kung ano yung pwedeng gawin ng bata. At least aware yung bata na pwede pala siyang gawin ganito. Kapag uh-huh. Kapag re- very reasonable naman. So, and then, you know, talk about when can you finish it. Doon sa mga teenagers, di ba? Um, 
Tell your teacher what kind of help do you need? Which part are you struggling? And when can you finish it? And then if they give you a new deadline, try to stick to the new schedule. And kung, for example, next week na yung deadline for a very like long um, summative assessment or performance task, and then hindi mo pa rin kaya, don't wait until the last minute bago mo inform yung teacher na hindi ka nang pala makakapag-submit. Try to communicate, you know, yung process ng learning mo. Kung talagang meron kang struggles, communication is the key. And more often than not, teachers are really very willing to be there for the for the child and to support the child. It's just that they also do not know. No? So, um, it's not wrong to inform the teachers um, kung talagang very heavy na yung, yung task ng bata. It's okay. And also, it helps na, na to break down the large large task to smaller tasks. So, again, para hindi masyadong ma-overwhelm yung bata. Ano ba yung kailangan nating unahin? And all. Big tasks can be too overwhelming. So, medyo himay-himayin mo natin. So, kung kailangan nilang gumawa ng term paper, di ba may mga different parts yan? O gawin muna natin tong mm-hmm. first part. Kaya anong kailangan? This is your timeline. So, it's very, very important. Kasi, kahit hindi na pandemic, paglaki nila... Gagawin pa rin nila to. <laughs> May encounter Uh-oh. nila to sa kahit anong trabaho. <laughs> Ayun nga. Like I said, for the younger ones, they may not be able to decide yet. But involving them in the process of setting which one to do first. And then if the parent is no- negotiating on their behalf, you know, they, they will eventually understand. So again, the key is to involve the children. Inclusivity. Even if they only have to listen if they're too young. Um, ask them for their opinion. Tulad sinabi mo, they don't necessarily, I mean, as adults, we don't necessarily have to always accept their ideas, but also affirm them kung, oh, good idea yan. Diba? So, um, natututo silang mag-reason out. Again, children need to be listened to. So, we often underestimate their ability to understand. And last but not the least is, again, patience. Patience is truly a virtue. Alam ko na... And the key. And the key. <laughs> virtue or key? Both. <laughs> so sometimes because of lack of time to deal with adult stuff, it's easier for us to do everything for the children, di ba? Tayo nalang gagawa ng lahat. Para mas madali. Kasi di ba, kung hihintayin pa nating matuto yung mga bata, para ang tagal. Wala tayong panahon sa mga ganyan kasi kailangan pa nating magluto, kailangan pa natin ng ganito, ganyan-ganyan. So, in the long run, going back to what I said earlier, tayo na yung gumagawa para sa kanila. Doing this, um, we are encouraging the children to be dependent on us. There's nothing wrong kung maging dependent sila sa atin. But as they grow up, there has to be some sort of letting go. No, hindi hindi forever mga bata sila. So slowly help them to become more independent as a teacher to make sure that they will survive and thrive without us. Masakit mang isipin, but we have to equip them with the skills on what to do when they don't know what to do. So, yun nga yung mga skills na sinabi natin earlier, setting priorities, asking for help, walang masama na nagtatanong, 
Walang masama kung magkamali. To communicate what is their problem or the kind of help that they need. We have to teach them who to ask for help. So kung mayroong personal problem, when they are in danger, alam ba ng mga anak natin kung sino yung kukontakin. Now is the time to teach them those things. And also, how to handle mm-hmm. their resources. Like what you said earlier, sa pagbabudget, kailangan kasama sila sa decision making, um, mm-hmm. trust them to manage their own things, yung mga gamit nila sa, sa school. Let them keep mm-hmm. it. Hindi kayo yung dapat na nag nagliligpit ng mga bagay nila. Dapat sila ang natututong magligpit ng sarili nilang gamit. Because they, you are actually teaching them to know what they have and to manage what they have. When you are buying something in Lazada or Shopee, diba? you can involve them in decision-making process. Why should we buy this? You know, like You're teaching them a different skill, like thinking skills. And also saving for their future, let them figure out ways on how to earn on their own. If they ask for your permission at certain times, mga teenagers na, minsan gusto nila mga sideline, online, just make sure that it's safe also for them. Teaching them how to respect consent. Yon importante yon. Knock on their door, ask for permission. If you can use their devices like what Lion said earlier kasama sa essential agreement and knowing that it's for their safety as well respect when they say no return what you borrowed you're teaching them integrity and trust and also handling conflict by themselves sa bahay mga nag-aaway mga magkakapatid ganyan <laughs> mediate if you can But um, don't just force the children to shake hands or be friends when they're obviously still upset and are not ready. So we have to respect their space and boundaries and also to offer help to others when they can. Kasi di ba minsan yung mga bata parang um, sa atin tanggap lang sila ng tanggap ng help. Parang oh they're just kids, they cannot do anything. But give them the opportunity to offer help sa mga bagay sa bahay, kanyan, seek for their help in doing simple tasks or in things they have talents or skills or interest on, involve them in family projects or events, ask them which tasks they want to be in charge of, thank them also for helping every time they help. Again, children see, children do. So if you're thanking them, they will also be thankful, feeling grateful. True. It looks like it's Bilang a lot. family, di ba? Hmm. siguro na, yung mga nakikinig ngayon is iniisip nila bakit parang tayong mga adults yung kailangang humarap ng mga strategy na to. Tayong mga adults yung kailangang gumawa ng mga to. Kasi di ba kung titingnan mo, talagang it's very easy for us na magalit na lang or mag-react na lang. Hmm. O yun nga, yung gawin na lang kaysa mag-utos pa. But worth it lahat kung kung pagsasagaan talaga natin na maging yun, yung gawin yung mga ganitong bagay for kids. Kasi, hindi naman, ako ah, hindi ko itatago na mahirap talagang i-adopt tong mga ganitong practices, lalo na kung hindi mo naman talaga to ginawa, o hindi ganito True. yung practices mm. sa bahay. Mahirap siyang gawin, 
Pero the fact na aware ka na ngayon na meron ka palang mga pwedeng gawin is the first step na pwedeng may mabago ka dun sa mga ginagawa nyo sa bahay. So, yeah, mahirap to for adults. Mahirap to para sa atin kasi tayo talaga yung mag adjust Pero, this will be the best for the children. So, as a point of view, bilang isang social worker, um, siguro sa ignorance as teachers, di ba? ang aim naman natin is always the best interest of children. Mm. No, kahit mahirapan tayong adults, kaya nga may profession na teacher, <laughs> di ba? Talagang tayo yung mahihirapan Shout out to para all the social ma-i-prepare. workers and the teachers out there. Yeah. yeah. It's not easy for us. Hindi, syempre, lalo na sa parents. Kasi sila din yung laging Especially the parents. Especially the parents. Or diba? mga... Oo, or mga lola and lolo, di ba, na nag-aalaga ng mga anak, mga apo. Mm-hmm. So, it's very hard, pero worth it siya. Huwag kang magpapadala dun sa easy way na magagalit ka, ikaw na lang mag-isa yung gagawa. Yeah, it takes practice. Very well said. Ayun <laughs> <laughs> nga, sabi ka, it looks like it's a lot, di ba? And all these things na shinare natin, hindi naman siya nangyayari ng isang... Anyway, isang araw lang or kailangan matutunan mm-hmm. na isang araw lang. Again, it's a process. But it's very, very essential. Mm-hmm. Kailangan siya sa buhay. And also, nobody's perfect. Lahat tayo nagkakamali. Taken that fact, we can always learn from our mistakes as adults and then try to work on that. Try to be better every single day. Wala namang mawawala eh. Yes. We can be firm in modeling and guiding. Pwede tayo maging strict kapag tinuturoan natin yung mga bata. But also, we can still be kind and compassionate. Diba? Pwede din naman yun. Isipin natin, mas mahalaga yung well-being ng bata kesa sa modules niya at projects niya. Huwag masyadong ma-stress kung hindi maganda yung results or medyo nag, naglalag behind yung bata. Kasi nagkukop din sila at nagkukop ka din in the same way that our well-being as adults is more important than many things. Mas importante tayo kesa sa job natin na minsan nasa-stress out tayo masyado. Ito talaga yung time na kailangan nating mag-sit back and reflect na ano ba yung nagmamatter sa buhay natin. Para sa ikabubuti din natin, at lalo na ng mga bata. So with that, <laughs> thank you so yeah, much, my I dear sister. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Pero marami, ito ah, marami sa mga natutunan kong mga ganito dahil lang din sa mga sermon mo. Charot. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we learn. Well, ano, you know naman that my task as a sister is not really to be liked, but sometimes I have to do that, tell the truth, sometimes in a harsh yeah. way, um, yeah. to make sense, but all is with love. Ayan. Yeah. <laughs> hindi Yeah. So again, <laughs> this, all this are from our perspectives as social worker and educator. Yeah. Yes, these are all based yeah. on our knowledge, experiences, and what we've seen in our fields of work. We hope na nakatulong kami sa inyo. If you have questions or comments or feedback um, or violent reactions, 
email at <laughs> tumatanggap kami niya open kami dyan um, um, email at hangoutwithj.podcast at gmail.com or DM at Instagram at hangoutwithj thank you everyone for listening and keep safe Yes! Thanks! Hangout with Jerlyn will be a weekly podcast released every Thursday. Episodes will be in a mixture of Filipino and English languages, and who knows, maybe more. This podcast represents my own opinion and my guests in the episodes. The content is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as professional advice unless otherwise stated. Thanks for being there. <laughs>